Hey, this is Mindful Mostly. It's a show for those of us who are mindful most of the time. We talk wellness, entrepreneurship, life stuff, and we do it in the most down-to-earth way possible. I'm Andrea Collins. Today on the show, we're talking about taking people off a pedestal, especially when it comes to social media. We all make life look pretty good on the outside, don't we? I'm sure we've all been guilty of it from time to time. And today we're going to talk about how and why we have to challenge this notion with Laura Kelly. And it's kind of interesting because she is a lifestyle and wedding photographer who also hosts her own podcast, You Might Not Like It, but I know you're going to like this episode. I met Laura a couple weeks ago, actually. We were at a women's event, and she was making a point of talking to all the people in the room who looked like they were kind of shy or like they didn't come with anybody and they were sort of like on their own, just looking at their phone. Laura was like, I'm going to go talk to that girl because um, she she, she looks like she needs some company. I thought, I like this girl. We need to get her on the podcast. Plus, she's really hilarious. But before we get into that, um, I want to shout out a reviewer, Joelle Doust. She left an iTunes review, and she wrote, I listen to this podcast every morning, and it never fails to increase my good vibes, motivate me, and make me laugh. I love all the guests that appear on the show, and of course, Andrea is hilarious, so thank you. And to be honest, I need a mindful, mostly episode to start my day off right, so thank you. Thank you, Joelle. That's so nice. Um, If you guys want to leave an iTunes review, it's so helpful for the show. You just scroll down. Let's say you're listening on the iTunes podcast app right now, and it's super easy. You just stick in those five stars. (laughs) And uh, write, write a little something, and I'll give you a shout-out on the show next week. Because, yeah, every episode, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to highlight one of our reviewers. Something to mention is the next new moon is July 2nd. So make sure you grab those prompts, those new moon prompts. So you're setting those intentions right, my friend. They are a guided list of questions to get you really thinking about what you want in the next couple of months for your life. Maybe you're trying to attract a certain partner into your life, a certain job. You want to change things for the better. Um, This is what you need to do. When you start a new moon ritual, you really see your life change. It's probably the one thing that I always do every month besides, you know, eat some bad stuff and get my buzz on. Oh God, I missed that. So pregnant. That being said, the the new moon ritual is something I do every month because I love new moons because they're about setting intentions. And I have seen my life change because of it. So grab your mindful mostly new moon writing prompts at mindfulmostly.com. Okay, it's a freebie there. You can also see it in the link from the mindful mostly Instagram. Okay, let's talk about taking people off a pedestal. Okay, so first, I could talk about this in so many different ways. First of all, 
Um, when we talk about, so I'm a wedding photographer and then I also shoot social media photography for small brands, small businesses. And the, those are two totally different entities. But at the same time, there are photographers who specialize in photographing realness. So in the wedding world, these are photographers that are like photojournalistic photographers. And so their job is to find a photo of the, of the little flower girl in the room while you're getting your dress on, who's like picking her nose in the corner. Okay. These are not my type of photos. My, I'm, you know, I'm a pretty wedding photographer. So I'm looking to make everything look beautiful and make everything look happy and common. And the way that I can do that is by actually making those, you know, wedding days happy and calm and beautiful and, and exciting. And so, um, that's, that's kind of an interesting thing is that there are people who specialize in kind of outlining, um, and finding the real moments. And then there's me. And so I am a little bit of a camouflager and at the same time, I fully support that. And so there's a bit of a stigma, especially if you're trying to, if you share photos of your, your regular life on, on Instagram or, or on Facebook, and I'm all about cleaning off your kitchen counter before you take a selfie on the Island. I am all about removing clutter that's behind you to enhance your photo. I don't consider that a lie as long as you are able to show realness in other ways where I do have, where I do see a possibility for an issue to become is when you, as a consumer of this type of content are looking at other people's clean kitchens and you're struggling to connect that to your own. And so I, um, I did a podcast episode about this. It was, it was called how to boost your self-worth without followers, likes, and comments. And one of the sort of, one of the big, um, takeaways for me was there was a quote about how, what we're doing is comparing each other's curated or perfected versions of their lives with our mess. So what we see of our own life is the mess. It's the same way when you go over to someone's house for dinner, you think that their house is so much more beautiful than yours perhaps, but for them, it's the house that they see every day. But when they come to your house and you've done a little 10 minute tidy before guests come over, they're seeing a beautiful and curated version of your home and comparing it to their mess. So we're all just kind of doing this to each other and existing in this world where the comparison is being made between one person's perfect and another person's every day. And this quote that I really resonated with was all about how we are becoming intolerant to our own messes because we are becoming used to, and it is becoming normal for us to see perfection in others. So I think that, I think that, um, mental health as it relates to social media is going to become a topic that's going to be even more discussed as the time goes by. And the skills that we're going to be really considering important to learn are these skills about how to observe other people's content, how to consume content and, and how to have mental health on our side of it as well. Mm -hmm. So how to bring, bring a layer of understanding about what it is that we're seeing and the tools to use about how to compare our real lives with that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so I'm not against somebody cleaning off their counter. I'm not against somebody taking a beautiful curated selfie in a field of flowers. I'm not against these, that, you know, Instagram museum, that ice cream museum. Can you picture that with all the colors and all this stuff? I like go for it. I want you to create beautiful imagery because I want to consume beautiful imagery. Me too. What I don't want people to do is to sort of lose, 
lose sight of what this is and then start feeling like their lives are ugly. Yeah. I think I was telling you when I met you that I had gotten some lifestyle photos done and the photographer did a great job, but the poses (laughs) she put me in were all of the like, oh, like all of the things that I mentioned before, like make drinking your green smoothie. Like, and and honestly, midway through, I was like, what am I doing? This is so not me. Do you know? Right. And the pictures looked great. And I use some of them, but I probably don't use 75% of them. Oh my God, there's this one where I'm wearing like this big hat. And she's like, tip your hat to me. Oh, my oh no. God. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Like, those pictures right. need to be burnt. Um, but yeah. so yeah. I do think that there's a bit of a prototype that sometimes I'm like, okay, can we not have any more of the like XYZ? But then, you know, I get it. Like, some of them look really good. And when I see somebody's curated feed, I am like, oh, you know, that's pretty nice. But then when it's people I know, I'm like, you, I, I just say like, you don't have your shit together like that. But- Absolutely. And I feel like there's been a lot of different examples in the media of where we've kind of broken that wall a little bit and we've gotten to see a glimpse um, onto the other side of it. So there's a couple examples I can think of. So one is um, this Scarlet London. I don't know if you ever heard of this Scarlet London girl. She's a classic Instagrammer. She's got like, I don't know, like 100,000 followers, something like that. But she's, every single photo is a photo of her in a different outfit, in a different setting. Picture floral trees, picture streets with string lights overhead, all the classic, like this girl deaf goes to Coachella kind of vibes. Yeah. And she posted a photo And somebody made sort of like a condescending tweet about it. And the tweet ended up going viral, which ended up like getting, it was, the tweet was so much bigger than her original post and platform. And the photo that she posted was herself on a bed with like these balloons in the background. And she had her little Listerine bottle on her nightstand. And she had a little, she was drinking the tea and sitting in her cute little jammies that definitely still have the tags on. And she had a little plate of pancakes that were sitting on her bed and her caption was something so stupid. And I could talk about stupid (laughs) captioning for like an entire hour, but her caption was like, good mornings start with pancakes and green tea and coziness in my bed. Thank you, um, Listerine, for sponsoring this. That's how I keep my teeth super white, even when I'm da 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 da. And Hold on, the wait. tweet I was think, basically like, "Wait a second, I think I'm looking at her Instagram. Is it Scarlet Rose Leetold? No, oh. Scarlet Two T's, uh, London. Oh, Scarlet, Scarlet London. London. Yes." Yeah, you need to find her because it's hilarious. I did some creeping after I was kind of like looking into this. And so the tweet that was made about it was like some hilarious tweet that I think popped up on Reddit. And it just said like, this ain't nobody's morning routine. Like who this bitch? Plus those those pancakes look like tortillas. Everyone zoom in. And like people were losing their damn minds because it literally looked like she folded a bunch of tortillas on a plate and put the strawberries on top. And so it's like, hashtag Scarlet London eats tortilla. Like it was crazy. And it just went like massive. And everyone was kind of using this as just an example of a way to pick (laughs) apart this sort of Instagram culture that's happening right now. Okay, that's so funny. I want to find all of those things and put it in the show notes. I'm looking on Instagram. I can't find her. Please just like, you need to go on your phone right now and tell us where we can look. Okay, let me find it. Let me find Scarlet London. You don't even have to scroll back super far because the way that this girl uses Instagram, like each post is so like spread out. So, okay. S C A R L E T T. And then word London, Scarlet London flowers, blue skies, 
You find it? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh 73,000 followers. Maybe more now that we're giving this bitch an extra platform. <laughs> I wish I could find the pancakes. I'm sure they're not far. Oh, my God. Keep scrolling down. She's on a bed. Look for a set of balloons. Not the first balloon pick that you'll see. Maybe the second. Just keep going. You'll find her with the pancakes. It was freaking hilarious. So funny. Um, okay. The second example I can think about, though, of this, is which is even almost it gives me more happiness is I don't know if you are you a like are you a Kardashians follower are you a Scott Disick follower I mean ish okay so you might remember this moment but Scott Disick posted on Instagram and accidentally left in the captioning notes from the person who sent him this content for a sponsorship. <laughs> so it was literally a picture of him you can totally picture it just him holding a shake bottle. And it said, the caption was, and I quote, here you go at 4 p.m. Eastern, just write something like this, colon. And then it says, caption, colon. And then the caption is all written out in a paragraph. And like that blew up the internet for a day. Dude. Like that was just hilarious. That's so funny. But these are the types of things that like, this is so normal now. And we've like, we've broken through this and we see through it. And so when I say that like people are waking up to this sort of, inauthenticity just in this type of world. This is what I'm talking about. A hundred percent, man. I have been around so many celebrities for so many years and like big, big, beautiful ones, like all of the big ones you can think of. And I cannot tell you how, um, how the illusion is real. Like I can think of like um, Cardi B, let's say I was interviewing her. She comes in with her people. It's like in this shitty backstage area of an arena that's like not nice. She's got somebody that's like (laughs) following her around with like some scrunched up old ass water bottle, you know, that she's like, Joan, pass me my water. Like it's she's Mm -hmm. like she's wearing like some comfy shoes because they're not in the shot and you can't see them. Mm -hmm. But like and like you see her up close and like the foundations caked on like and I'm not just talking about Cardi B in this instance, but like other celebrities like it's so thick. They don't look happy. You know, they've got like fake eyelashes that like it looks like their eyes are stinging. You're just like, dude. And it's like four hours before they have to go on stage and they've just flown in from Europe. Like it's not good. <laughs> yeah. And and I just, I think that that goes back to, we only, but we've only talked about this for a second, but this idea that we put these people on pedestals, we put many different people on pedestals. And I, I feel like I've been very lucky to um, have learned or have heard of this quote that will always be my favorite quote ever. And it was by Jim Carrey. And it said something, something about like, I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see it's not the answer. And, and that's been paraphrased into a bunch of different versions. And, and the most common one is like, I think everyone should get rich and famous. And so they would know that it's not all that. And I always feel like I've been very lucky to be able to have Um, you know, a sort of health, let's call it a healthy relationship with like the Kardashians and and other celebrities and kind of that stuff, but to never envy them and their lifestyle, because I do recognize that it's such an intense job and it's, and it's not what we see of it. And if it were, then we wouldn't have so many of these tragic stories. And I think there's a bigger issue in just, um, you know, the way that we put people on pedestals in general. I think a lot of it has to do with the comparison that we bring to our own social media profiles, the comparison that we bring to, 
you know, all types of different, different things. And that could even be people who are not talking about famous people. It could even be small business owners and, and that kind of thing. There's a lot of oh, yeah, look, comparison comparing web, Comparing websites, comparing, you know, like, a, I don't know what sales packages or whatever, yeah, equipment, absolutely. whatever it may be. I, I 100% agree. That's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm looking, I'm, I'm trying to change over my website because it's like beta HTML. I don't even know the words yeah. to describe how bad it is. But, um, yeah. uh, and then I look at other people's for inspiration and I'm like, oh, how'd she get it like that? You know, how do I do yeah, totally. that? But I, I kind of look at it as like, look, I could achieve this too. I just need to track someone down and put some time into it. I, you, It's also just like, look, if you want it to look really nice, then you can too. You just got to figure it out and put the work in. Well, and I also think the only way that you're ever comparing to people who have done something is you're, I mean, let me, let me rephrase that. You're only ever at any moment comparing yourself not doing something to the people who have completed it. Yeah. There are so many people out there who have started a website rebrand, haven't done it. And so you don't get to compare yourself to them and relate yourself to the other people who are at the same level as you. You might be struggling with something and thinking like, how do I end up doing this one specific thing? And the only people that you have to compare are people who've already done it. So it's again, it's a false illusion mm-hmm. of, you know, this type of, um, this type of comparison that's unhealthy. Yeah. And it goes back to us comparing our incompletion of something to someone else's completion. Well, and that's something I mentioned in the last episode I recorded, the things I've noticed from women's conferences. And it wasn't mm-hmm. that people were going around going, oh, I'm so great. It, what I was saying was, I wish more people would talk about, this was where I started. I had no idea how to do X, Y, Z. Here's an example yes. of my shitty website, blah, 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 blah. Look at where it is or now. Here's, like, or here's... Here's an example of where you guys might all think that I am successful, but here's an example of how I am still currently bootleg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I love that. Here's an example. You like I, I had the pleasure of hanging out with, and I never accept this kind of sort of thing, but the email that I got from this one specific photographer who was new, she's in college to study photography. She sent me just the most incredible email and I invited her to join me for an engagement session last night. And so I met her and she, she right away kind of had this like, Oh my God, I'm so excited to meet you kind of vibe. And, and we started talking about photography related stuff. And I told her like, she knew I'm not professionally trained. And it was one of those kind of things where I'm like, I don't know how to use Photoshop. And she's like, Oh my God, that's actually kind of funny. And it's true. Like I use a different editing platform. I don't know how to use Photoshop. And yet there could be people who are struggling with that and thinking, well, this is a, you know, an established professional photographer and, and the bootleg versions of, of what we currently do that make us successful are so empowering for people. Oh, a hundred percent. That's like, I'm a voiceover artist and a huge portion of, um, my income this year came from that and it was done on a USB mic. Like mm-hmm. people think that, oh my God, you've got an, and you've got a, a studio. Yeah. You've got to have this crazy fancy setup. And yes. eventually you can go that way when you realize that it's time for an upgrade or you deserve that upgrade. But you can come. Completely- I have a friend who's a food blogger who does all of her food photography in a Bristol board sized flooring section of her bedroom by the window. Yeah. Great. 
You know, I love that. We don't need an industrial kitchen. We don't need to have a hot plate and be making all these videos over it. We don't need to have that fancy set and a and a, and a studio setup and a, and a white box and all of these things. Yeah, because you know what? All of that stuff, it will always exist. But it is going fast with the gig economy and people, you know, everyone freelancing. Like everybody is doing their work the way it works for them and sending it back to a client. And so as long as the client's happy with the finished product, who really cares how it's done? 100%. You know? um, look, obviously yeah. you and I clicked yeah. the first time we met each other because like this is just, true. I could just riff and talk with you all day long. The first time we were exposed to each other, I was taking an Instagram video in a <laughs> in a bush of flowers. <laughs> and I walked by and I went, I I I'm 99% sure that's Andrea Collins. <laughs> I'm 99% sure. What a loser. Um, it's been yeah. No, I loved it. It's been so great uh, talking to you. Can you give your podcast a shout out so people can listen to it, please? Sure. You guys can find me anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just do a search for You Might Not Like It. The podcast is basically all the things that your sassy, bitchy best friend would tell you that your nicest friend would not. <laughs> Parenting, business, lifestyle, anything. So, Money, friendships, relationships. We talk about it all. I'm so excited to have women like you in podcasting because it's such a incredible community and we need more women and that is why very soon my podcasting course which has yet to be named some adorable name will be <laughs> will be coming out um laura thank you so much oh so been wanting to talk about that if you guys have any topics that you want to tackle on the show in the ne- next little while make sure you hit me up on instagram i'm at andrea collins fm we also have the at mindful mostly instagram you can really reach out to me anytime. Plus, check out mindfulmostly.com because there's everything there from learning how to podcast to those sweet new moon writing prompts I was telling you about, all free and super helpful. So go check it out at mindfulmostly.com. In the meantime, shout out the podcast in a review on iTunes or a story on Instagram, and I'll make sure to highlight one person every single episode. Could be you next week. All right. Until then, I'll talk to you next time, right here on Mindful Mostly.